This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right, you know what time it is. It is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, the hottest podcast this side of a basketball court. And like we always say, make sure you got your sneakers on, you got them laced up tight. We got an action-packed show this week. So much is going on. We got so much to talk about. Coach Q, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited about these NBA playoffs. We're going to be coming right back after this short break, talk, chopping it up, talking about a couple of game sevens, a couple of finishes that sent two teams to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals um, on this week. And also, we're going to be talking coaching carousel in the NBA. So after this short break, Coach G is going to come right back, and we're going to be chopping it up. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. All right, folks, this is Coach Goins back in along with Coach Quick. You know I can't roll without my main man on the side. So listen, we've got a lot to talk about. But first of all, we want to honor uh, this show today uh, for the late Bob Lanier. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Bob Lanier was, that's your fault. You need to go back, Google him, find out. Uh, he was the 1970 NBA first player selected. Uh, he played for the Detroit Pistons as well as the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Mr. Lanier died this week uh, at the age of 73. What a superstar on the court, off the court. He was an ambassador. Uh, so it is definitely a loss to the NBA family. So we definitely want to dedicate our show today for the great Bob Lanier. Probably the famous, most famous player that ever played at St. Bonaventure. And like I said, the 1970 first player picked in the NBA draft. So, again, hats off and big fella, take your rest. So, with that, Coach Quick, man, what do you think about the games so far this year in the NBA playoffs? Man, I tell you what, the playoffs have been very exciting this year. I mean, they have not disappointed. Um, you know, we're missing some key superstars from the playoffs. But, man, it, the playoffs still have not disappointed, to say the least. And, man, I'm just I'm looking forward to what these Game 7s have to hold as well as the conference finals that are coming up here next week. All right, so with that, let's set the table up. And I know you did a little dissecting and, and you went down in. So what do you think about um, the Sixers and, and and how they finished up? Well, I'll tell you what, um, Coach G, is it, it was very disappointing to see um, how Philadelphia finished the series out. It's almost like they went back home for game six and laid an egg. Um, they just didn't get enough. They didn't get enough from Harden um, and – Sad that Danny Green went down with an ACL tear, and I wish him a speedy recovery. That's uh, he's a Tar Heel, so you know I hold that near and dear to my heart. It's, it, he was a big time loss in that game for the 76ers because um, Danny Green had been playing well in the series. But it's, I just feel like Harden didn't give him enough. 11 points from James Harden. With as much money as he's making, he has to be better. There's no no doubt about it. As well as Joel Embiid. Embiid battled some injuries throughout the entire playoffs. But, man, big fella, get away from the perimeter game. Get your butt on the block. Go back and watch film of what Shaq used to do. You could be very well doing that all game long. I, your skill set is different. I, I get that and I respect it. But you, in order for you to win a championship, you got to get your butt in the block where you're going to dominate on a regular basis. You know what? I wouldn't. I, I don't agree. I do not disagree one iota. So what do you think, uh, Doc Rivers? What, what do you think about what his mindset is? Well, Doc has to be thinking like, man, the, the mental mistakes, the mental lapses that his team had. But, man, the, all the pressure is on Doc, to be honest with you. The pressure, to me, the pressure is on Doc Rivers and James Harden. But especially Doc, because, I mean, he's the head coach. At the end of the day, they're not going to too much blame the players. They're going to put the onuses on the on the head coach, the guy that's, that's steering the ship. Um, so, you know, 
Doc Rivers, I don't know what's going to happen um, with you after after this game six debacle. But, you know, I can only say that I wish you the best because I think I think you're a solid coach. Uh, I, I think you've benefited from some great teams. I really do. But um, I just I don't know. It's Philadelphia and New York are two of the toughest markets to play to play at and coach at. So we're going to see what happens after this year. I mean, you had a collapse last year where you were up 3-1. You were up 3-1 in the Eastern Conference semifinals over the Atlanta Hawks, and they came back to beat you. And now you go out in the semis again at, in, in a game six setting where you're at home. So, you know, I, management's going to take a look at you, Doc, but I wish you the best and hope hopefully you survive it. All right, so let's see what Doc Rivers had to say after that final game. We got any offensive rhythm throughout the game, in my opinion, more than just the second half. Uh, but the second half, the turnovers, the sloppy play, um, you know, just killed us. It, it really did. But I thought it was all game. Um, you know, I, I just didn't like how we played. I didn't like how we played last game. didn't like how we played tonight. Um, I just... All game. I mean, I know what they have. I get that. Uh, you can visually see that athletically, and they're big. And I just thought that, um, I don't know, I just thought we had more. You know, I really Rivers did. Is, you know, he's, a, he's a heck of a coach. Uh, you know, and to your point, Coach Quick, you know, it comes down to, you know, the organization. If they want it, Right now they're saying he's not going anywhere, so we hope that uh, they can right the ship. And, of course, he didn't call Harden out, but – you know, when James Harden only takes two two attempts in the second half, you know, he's not rebounding, he's not playing defense, and I, and that's nothing new. Uh, but you're not gonna win with James Harden. I'm sorry. And I'm not gonna and I'm not here to beat James Harden up. Uh, but I don't think uh he can I don't think you can win with him and uh and I'll leave it at that. So great. Hey, let's go back and look at it for a second though, Coach G with Harden. Okay, okay, think about this. His game is completely changed since the Houston days. He hasn't worked on anything. He hasn't developed a post game. He's 32 years old now. So it normally when you start to get to that age, you got to start using your mind more instead of your athletic ability in the NBA. Harden Harden needed to develop a post game just like Kobe did late in his career. His game has totally diminished since that. He's never been a defender. Never been a defender. He's been a good, a decent playmaker. He could flat out score when the calls were going his way and he was getting to the free throw line. But now he doesn't even get to the free throw line as much. He had one good game, in in, in my opinion, in this series and really in the playoffs, and that was the 31-point game five. You know, that was it. You know, you're exactly right. And, 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 and but is he willing – to, to do the evolution with this game. I don't know. You know, and, and you, you with the call-outs that you made, you exactly, is he willing to do that? And plus, I've always thought he was the player that has to play with the ball. Because if he doesn't have yes, the sir. ball, if he doesn't have the ball, he's just like, he might as well be selling like concessions. You know, because yeah, he's out there. And it's just like, what's James Harden doing? Because he doesn't know what to do when he don't have the ball in his hand. And order, and then now he's trying to get a max deal. Yeah, you're going to get a max deal, all right? But you better figure it out with the quick. All right, Coach Quick, man, I'm going to get into this whole Dallas-Phoenix game. You know what? One of your main guys from the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill is just playing some outstanding basketball. So I'll go ahead and kick it over to you for that recap. Yeah, you know, Coach G, Reggie Bullock, um, he had a subpar game in game five offensive-wise. But, man, when I tell you that this guy – He's he's put the onus to be the best defensive player on the floor in this series. He's taken he took Chris Paul completely away in the last couple of ball games. So then his coaching staff decided, hey, we we need to take Booker away, take something away from Booker. So you're going to get draw that assignment tonight. And in the first half, we thought Devin Booker was about to flat out go off. Reggie Bullock took him away out this game, and he just he made the key adjustments, and he was able to score the basketball as well. But hey, let's go listen to what Reggie Bullock has to say about it. Um, uh, I mean, I knew we was gonna make some adjustments with some, uh, but you know, it's just a game plan that the coaches put together. Um, I found out uh, today <laughs> um, that I was gonna be on them, but I mean, it's just another assignment for me. Um, 
he's a good player, he's a tough player, just try to make things tough for him. Good. I just knew I just had to bounce back. Talk to my mom. She gave me a lot of energy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just family giving me a lot of energy just to be able to, you know, to continue shooting the ball. Um, obviously, I didn't get a lot of shots last game, but, you know, uh, we're a team. Um, some nights you want to get some shots, some nights you're not. And I just was trying to be aggressive with every look that I had, and they, they fell for me. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you hear what Reggie Bullock had to say about it. He went back home to the drawing board. He talked to his mom. She gave him a lot of energy. Family members just um, picked him up, told him to keep shooting the ball. He had some struggles in game five. Well, he came back in game six. He bounced back. He had 19 big points, seven rebounds, and he, he, he was the key cog in the defensive scheme for the Dallas Mavericks. His coaching staff told him, say, hey, look, we're going to put you on the best player on the floor, which was Devin Booker. And he went out and he, he pretty much set uh, Booker down. He held Booker to 19 points. Booker has gone off in this series in a couple of ball games. But when Reggie Bullock, when we when uh, Jason Kidd and his staff decided to put Bullock on Devin Booker, it, things changed. And the Dallas Mavericks won the game. They won big. They won going away, 113-86. to 86, And now they're headed for a key game seven on Sunday afternoon. So, hey, I say lace them sneakers up tight and let's get ready for an outstanding Game 7 between the Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. Well, you know what? You're exactly right. Because when you look at this thing and you see DeAndre Ayton is your leading scorer, you're going to lose. Yes, sir. You're just going to lose. Chris Paul, uh, I think he maybe hit a wall. You know, and, and I enjoy Chris Paul, and I appreciate his body of work. But seriously, when you look at uh, Ayton getting 21, you, you're not going to win. And you flip over. And Coach Quick called it out when uh, Bullet gives you 19. And Jalen Brunson, man, he's for next year with the 18 points that uh, that he's putting in. And, of course, Spencer Dinwiddie, that's why they picked him up. Uh, he's getting them 15. But I think what the, un the unknown thing with the Mavericks is, one, the defense. And then I think the trade of getting Porzingis gone because he was a China doll. Uh, I like him as a player, but he you can't win with him uh, just because – I just don't think he can give you that. Now, going into Phoenix, my call on this, Coach Quick, is that uh, Finney Smith has got to give you – got to, he played 25 minutes. He's got to give you more than four points. Now, it might it might have came because Bullock, you know, took up a little bit of slack. But I think Finney Smith is too important on the road that he's got to give you more uh, than just two buckets uh, to go ahead and take that uh, game seven. So what's your prediction uh, for the wrap-up of – Phoenix and Dallas. I tell you what, Coach G. Um, I I'll say this: if Devin Booker has has an outbreak, if he's able to get back going, and DeAndre Ayton continues to do what he does, I think it'll be too much inside play for the for for Dallas. But you know what, man? My heart says go with the best player on the floor, and that's Luka Doncic. And any any time. He's on the floor. He gives you a chance to win, especially in a big game. So you know what? I'm taking the Dallas Mavericks on the road in Game Seven. Well, you know what? I ain't gonna. I don't let you keep driving, and I ain't getting out the car. So both of us are going with Dallas, and we'll see how that wraps up. So listen, Coach Goins and Coach Quick here, as we always doing, chopping it up, talking about these NBA playoffs. We're gonna step away, pay a few bills, but you're listening to basketball more in the game. Visit our website, CoachGoins.Podbean.com. Always learn to pass. Process, attitude, sacrifice, satisfaction. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help with several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans. Finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. The GQ Coaches Show is coming to ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. Coaches Goins and Quick have teamed up again for candid conversation regarding professional, collegiate, and high school sports. The GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio, 1240, The Boss. See you then.
If you're in the Triangle area and looking for high-quality green cleaning, we have the solution. SES Enterprise, with over 18 years of providing high-quality green cleaning to the Triangle area, call Eric at 919-607-7171 and tell them Coach Gorn sent you. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Hey, this is Coach Goins and Coach Quick. We're back in, and we always thank our sponsors. They are so, so important uh, to our show, and we ask that you make sure you stop by. Tell them Coach Goins and Coach Quick are always talking sports, and we always certainly appreciate them. So with that, Coach Quick, let's kick it out there, man. What, what, what about them? What about Clay Thompson and them Golden State Warriors? Man, I tell you what, Clay Thompson last night, he probably played the biggest game that he's played in two years because he, he was out for two years with injury. And man, to be it's fitting for him to be in a closeout game. The Golden State Warriors were in the play-in tournament last year. They didn't make it into the playoffs. They were beat by the Lakers. But look at them. They're, they're the, one of the top three teams in the Western Conference. And now they're heading to the Western Conference Finals off the play of Klay Thompson after being out for two years. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't do it any justice. Let's go take a listen to what Klay Thompson had to say. Uh, it's something that just comes naturally. I don't, you know, go to sleep last night thinking of scoring 30 or shooting the ball well. I just was thinking about how far I've come and how grateful I am to have another closeout game of Chase. And luckily it was one of my nights. And honestly, I mean, especially the perspective I've gained from the injuries I had to now be able to compete at the highest level and be one of the final four teams, uh, like, um, it's a feeling that's hard to describe, honestly. It's truly amazing, and it just inspires me to keep going because I think we still have great basketball ahead of us. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard what Clay Thompson had to say. As Clay stated, he didn't go to bed last night thinking that he was going to come out and score 30 in a closeout game in the Western Conference semis. But it, 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 it goes to say about his body of work. Clay missed a tremendous time over the last couple of years due to injury. And um, he's grinded hard and he's come back and played, uh, played very well. I mean, Clay went out um, against the Toronto Raptors uh, where he tore his ACL in the finals and then on the comeback in December, trying to get back to be able to play for the Warriors after the bubble, he tore his Achilles. So he, he's missed a, a total of two years of game action. But last night, man, in a closeout game, Clay was tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. I can't say enough about his ability, his heart, his drive. He And like he said, luckily it was one of his nights. He scored 30. But, Clay, man, it wasn't luck. You're just that type of player. And it goes to show that your grind, you stay on it day in and day out. Hey, you're a part of this this um, NBA for a reason. You're a part of this franchise for a reason. You're truly a special talent on both sides of the ball, and I totally respect what you do as a basketball player. You want, in my opinion, before you were hurt, you were the best two guard in the league, hands down, well, bar you, none. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a line from a movie, uh, Coming to America. His mama called him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Yes, what, sir. what a player, right? That's Clay Thompson, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. People say, I, you know what, Curry's Curry. My guy has always been Clay Thompson. I've always yes, I've always told people Clay Thompson is the man. Okay, uh, he's gonna guard. You know the 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 best player, besides you know besides um, Draymond Green, but Clay Thompson is just. You know, what a heck of a recap, Coach, because, number one, people fail to realize, man, when you suffer major injuries like that, and I ain't talking no hand, man, that, that's your wheels, that's your legs, that's your feet, that's your ankles, that's your knee. I mean, that is – think about it. You know, yes, a, sir. A, a, doctor, a doctor has to be careful. You know, how many doctors go out here and, 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 and pull out a weed eater or cut grass or do things with their fingers that puts them in jeopardy of messing up their career? Because how can they do surgery if they don't have a, a, a finger injury? You know, so a lot of times people don't understand. But when you suffer the injuries that you just, you know, said with Clay and come back after two years, 
and play at that level, you have to be excited for them. I'm not asking you to like Golden State as a individual team. I'm talking about be happy for the man. Be happy for the person that he is just because he's able to come back and do the things that he's done. Great, great recap, Coach. I, I, I can't thank you enough for taking us there. But you know what? Memphis was Memphis. And 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 it's embarrassing how they uh, Golden State played without um, you know closing out Memphis there, and it's just kind of went through the motions. Uh, hats off to the you know Memphis uh, Grizzlies and Ja. He's he's out, but you know, again, uh, very exciting that they're, they're the up and coming. But that's part of the deal. They're not ready yet, and uh, uh, so again, hope him a speedy recovery. Uh, and it, it is good for an uh, organization to understand that the type of injury that he has. He can't play through that because he's injured. It's a difference in playing hurt and playing with an injury. He has an injury where they got to shut him down. So just a hats off to them. Uh, any comments on those uh, Memphis Memphis Grizzlies? Absolutely. I mean, they're like you said, they're young, up and coming. Um, they're, they're well coached as well. This uh, their coach can flat out get it done. And one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge as far as Memphis. Jaron Jackson Jr., I challenge you to be the to be the second best player on the floor behind John Morant. Twelve points, four rebounds. It's not gonna get it done if Morant is not on the floor. But if you go in the gym and perfect your craft this summer, because you're a very talented ultra big man that can shoot the three, can and can defend, rebound, do it all. But I challenge you to be the second best player on the floor in order for Memphis to go where they want to go, where Golden State's going right now. You have to be that guy. And I understand. And that's a heck of a call out. So listen, we are down to the game I watched last night, coach. Yes, sir. What a performance by none other than Jason Tatum. What a performance. Go ahead. I'll yeah, let you, go, go ahead and take it. You got it. Well, Coach G, I'll tell you what, man. I, 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 that game last night was one of the best games that I've ever seen. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, every time they would try to make a run and get back into the game, Jason Tatum would say no. He would take their heart away. But, you know, hey, I, I can't do it any justice right now. Let's go listen to what Jason Tatum got to say. That was in the back of our mind, you know, game five. And that's something we talked about that uh, we felt like they beat us on winning plays, uh, hustle plays, 50-50 balls, that they were tougher than us in that fourth quarter, game five. So that was in the back of my mind. That was in the back of everybody's mind uh, that we couldn't get beat on those kind of plays. And, you know, that our season was on the line. You know, leave it all on the floor. Um, and that's the mindset that I have, the mindset that, that we all have. Um, so, um, you know, wasn't going to leave anything out there and have any regrets. So, you know, just trying to do what it took. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard it from Jason Tatum. As Tatum stated, uh, in game five, uh, he felt like Milwaukee just made all the winning plays um, during that game. They, they, out, they out-hustled Boston for the loose balls, and they – you know, they had a drive to win game five and put themselves in position to go back home in game six and close it out. Well, Boston showed up. Jason Tatum played absolutely one of the games of his life. He finished with 46 points, nine rebounds, four assists. As I told you before we went to um, what Jason Tatum had to say, Tatum, uh, I mean, he took he took Milwaukee's heart. Every time Milwaukee made a run, Jason Tatum would come right back and make a big play. Giannis would make a big play. Jason Tatum come right back, make a key three-pointer, key drive to the basket, whatever it may be. Jason Tatum, he came out and played one heck of a ball game last night. Hats off to the Boston Celtics. Hats off to Ami Udoka, the first-year head coach of the Celtics. This guy has gotten his team to buy into everything that he has to say, and, and they're focused right now. They're focused on going home and winning a game seven, kicking it over you, Coach G. Well, you know what? That's a great call-out, because here's the deal, right? I don't care how good Giannis is. Grayson Allen can't yes, give he can't give you three. Uh Bobby Porters can't give you four. And Porters, sometimes I think he gets too hyped 
and he wants to yes, shoot. Sir. He wants to shoot the three when he ain't got no business shooting the three. Right. Right. Uh, and in that, um, and of course, you know, not trying to take anything away from Holiday, he's gonna give you seventeen, but that's not enough. Giannis can he can score right there. It shows you the dude had forty four points and twenty glasses. Right. Mm-hmm. He had twenty rebounds and they still lost because everybody else is watching. Now, you turn around, Tatum had 46, uh, Smart had 21, Brown had 22. And you know what? That That's what you got to be able to do. And what you have to be able to do is what? couple balance. Think about it. Al Horford only had two points. Only two points. And that's okay. But they got the W, right? As long mm-hmm. as, long as Brown... Smart and Tatum got off, but Milwaukee has got to get a punt. Now, keep in mind, Milwaukee is down uh, one of their main guns. Uh, so, therefore, they are going to be a little limping. So, all right, here we go. It's game seven in Boston. Who you riding with? Well, you know what? I can't go against the champ. I'm going with Giannis. To win a game seven on Boston's floor, it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I must call out one guy for Milwaukee to win this game seven. Brooke Lopez, I need you to show up. Holly, if you hear me, you had six points, three rebounds in a pivotal game six, a closeout game on your home floor. I challenge you to be better. I challenge you to give the Bucks 18 and 10 in game seven. And if you do that, you and Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks will be headed back to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat. So, Coach Quick, I'm not getting in the car with you. Not on this one. Yes, sir. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be rolling with the boys from Beantown. Yes, sir. Because here's the deal. I don't think Smart's going to come back and give you 21 again, but I think Al Horford, I, I, I don't know. I, it's just tough for a team not to be ready to go on their home floor on game seven because I think the the the, the, the tough thing, for, and, we're, and what's so good about what Boston did last night, the game was over. They didn't fly back. They stayed, which what I thought was excellent. They stayed because the last time they did it, they didn't get in until like 2.45 in the morning. Yes, sir. That's too late. So hats off to the organization to say, you know what? We're going to spend the night in Milwaukee and then get up and going back to Boston. So two games, seven, we got the uh, Phoenix Suns match up against the Dallas Mavericks, and then we're going to come back with the Boston Celtics facing the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm riding with the Boston boys, and Coach Quick is riding with the Bucks. So we'll see who's going to be standing. So listen. Coach Goins and Coach Quick wrapping up the NBA. And again, we're dedicating this show to the late Bob Lanier, who passed this week at the age of 73. The number one player picked in the 1970 NBA draft, played for St. Bonaventure, had an NBA stellar career for the Detroit Pistons as well as the Milwaukee Bucks. So we honor you, Mr. Bob Lanier. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Visit our website coachgoins.podbean.com Always learn to pass. Process. Attitude. Sacrifice. Satisfaction. If you're in the Triangle area and looking for high quality green cleaning, we have the solution. SES Enterprise with over 18 years of providing high quality green cleaning to the Triangle area, call Eric at 919-607-7171 and tell them Coach Gorn sent you. The GQ Coaches Show is coming to ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. Coaches Gorn's and Quick have teamed up again for candid conversation regarding professional, collegiate, and high school sports. The GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio, 1240, The Boss. See you then. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. 
licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, so we are back in and again. We just chopping it up as we always do. Coach Goins and Coach Quick. We just finished up our NBA playoff uh, synopsis. So just hats off to those teams and congratulations to the Miami Heat, who uh, Coach Quick called back in July to say that they were going to be there. Also, the Golden State Warriors. And for Game 7, the Celtics and the Bucks. And Game 7, Phoenix and Dallas. So Coach Goins is rolling with the Celtics. Coach Quick is rolling with the Bucks, And both of us are taking Dallas. So with that, we're going to turn our attention to uh, more of what we refer to as current events. Coach Quick, here's my take. Nike has released a statement saying that they are not sure if they're going to re-sign Kyrie Irving to a sneaker deal. What's your take on that? Well, you know, I... For one, right now, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand why they wouldn't re-sign him. Um, What is it? I mean, are they giving any reasons as to why they don't want Kyrie um, to sign him back to a Nike deal? I mean, Kyrie's a great player. Yeah, he has some antics and everything. But uh, so why why is it that you're not going to re-sign him to the to the shoe deal? Is it because his stance on on the um, vaccine? Is it his stance on um, on civil rights and things like that? I mean, give us a reason as to why you don't want him back. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out. Even though I don't know. I, I think it's because of what he did during the playoff game. You know, shooting you know shooting the fans, the bird or. Or who was behind? I, I think it's here's the thing, and I think part of the deal is what these guys have got to understand, and, and I think what a lot of guys leave a lot of money on the table. It's the brand, right? Uh-huh. Is is when I go out and say I'm getting ready to sign a, a big time deal, and matter of fact, it happened. To, it happened to a Tiger Woods, right? Yes, sir. Tiger goes out, and of course, all the stuff. You know, he comes out and says, you know, he has this problem, and all these women that he's dated. And, of course, what happens? You know, people start dropping them because they don't want their name associated with that type of a person. That's just like when uh, Antonio Brown does what he does. You know, these guys have got to understand that, you know what, my behavior is going to cost me. And just like I, I remember my brother said one time, he says, play silly games, win silly prizes. And I'm going to say that again. Play silly games, win silly prizes. Now, in that, because people are out there and they're looking for these guys to be endorsers, just like uh, you've seen Jason Tatum on some Ruffles potato chips. You've seen Giannis on Ruffles potato chips. These guys have the, they have the keys to the doors that can open up and they can become big time endorsers because of why? Because of their behavior, their look. They have, they have the look, they're polished, they're solid guys. And people say, you know what? Get get the Michael Jordans of the world and pull them to the side and say, okay, you know what? How how do you brand yourself? What is life after basketball? What does that look like? Look at Michael Strahan. How does Michael Strahan leave the NFL and the dude, everything the dude touches, you know, turns to gold because he's brand he's branding himself. Now people say, well, I want to do what I want to do. Okay, then guess what? Then it's going to affect the dollars that you're going to have in your pocket. And those are the yes, things sir. that when you look at like Shaq, Shaq, look how many, I mean, Shaq does what, what's the big uh, insurance thing? The general, right? Uh-huh. Shaq does, you know, he owns uh, Papa John's. Shaq's involved with, uh, with some type of copier. You, 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 you see him on the advertiser ink or whatever. Shaq has got his hands in a lot of things. And that's yep. what, that generates revenue. And when these young guys don't understand that my behavior can cut what now, Will Kyrie be out there playing barefooted? No. Will pro kids knock it off and come back and give him a shot? No. Somebody's going to sign him. But in that whole deal, Nike's saying, okay. And uh, they're saying, you know what? We've got enough guys to where if we're thinking about you not coming back out and signing and re, he may go with Adidas. He may have, Somebody's going to pick him up. 
But Nike may have to end up drawing a line in the sand and just saying, you know what, I'm not going to put pick you up, give you an additional contract just because of what you've done to the fan. I mean, again, it's just, it's just bad deal. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, and I get it. It, it can be emotional. You got to keep your emotions in check, but to stand there and stick your middle finger up to the fans, you know, to do it running down the court, you got to be able to, to harness those emotions and realize that, you know what, you know, what's, what, what's going to get me. I mean, some people may agree. Some people may disagree. And I don't know why Nike's not, but that's the only thing that I can really kind of, you know, if I had to, if I was playing pin the tail on the donkey, I would say it's what he did. Uh, it's the gestures that he made. And that's one of the things that, you know, if, if you make that, you do that, then you just got to be man enough to understand that if they pull the trigger and they say, we don't want you back, then uh, so be it. So with that, hopefully, hopefully we'll find out why. Uh, but in that, we know there's more sneaker deals out there that then then come along. And a lot of times, guys, uh, that's really unheard of. And that was a good call out on your behalf. Because most of the times when guys sign with a sneaker deal, that's what they roll with. Uh, yes, sir. And they don't come out and switch from Nike over to Under Armour or vice versa. But in that whole process, guess what? That's what uh, that's what they do. And, they, and a lot of times you see a lot of guys will maybe like write scriptures on their sneaker. Because most companies won't put the sneaker, put the inscription on it. Uh, just because, you know, they just try to stay politically correct. Uh, and not try to offend anybody in any which way, form, or fashion. It's like when Michael Jordan uh, came out and he didn't want to endorse a certain uh, political party. Uh, his mother wanted him to because, number one, he says, everybody wears my sneakers, not just the Republican or the Democrats. I'm not doing anything like that. So he stayed neutral. So then, therefore, he doesn't have people's, you know, he doesn't taint people's mind or say, oh, man, Coach Goins likes this party and Coach Quick like this party. So I, I don't I don't want to be a part of those guys. It's all about making money. And and I yes, and I get it. And, you know, so, therefore, like I tell my guys at work all the time, you can think it, but if you say it, you got to be man enough to stand behind what you say. And then also the repercussions that may come behind that. So good call out. Now, let's turn our attention. Oh. Go ahead, Coach. Real quick, Coach G. Okay, I, I'm i not going to sit here and say what Kyrie did was right because it, it definitely wasn't. But Draymond Green did the same thing. We don't hear a lot of what Draymond, uh, about Draymond doing it. Kyrie has took a stance to a lot of things, so I think that's why he's being called out on a lot of this stuff. And, and then I'll say this real quick. Kyrie Irving needs LeBron James. He needs LeBron James as far as basketball wise and he also needs LeBron James as far as business. That's that's all I'll say about that. But you know what you're exactly right. You know cuz some people guess some people can't go without the other person. Some mm-hmm. people you know they don't have wise counsel. They don't have the person that can kind of pull their coattail and say, "Hey, you know what? Let me put it this way. Just like when uh, Charles Barkley came in the league and he was he was overweight and the doctor and Moses Malone told him he was overweight. He said the the whole round mound of rebound deal ain't gonna work in the NBA. So guess what? He was smart enough. He took that wise counsel, and then guess what he did? And they also told him how to dress. So those are the what you just called out is exactly right. So in that whole gamut, those are the things that when a person has to be able to guard themselves and be able to realize that you know what? As a superstar, people are looking at you to say certain things, and when yes, and when you go that route then they can use that against you. That's why you have to guard yourself. That's why a lot of times, what, what's the guy that was the running back, Marshawn Lynch? He really didn't say nothing to the press. He says, no matter what I say, you're going you're gonna to flip it on me. So he, yes, right? So he, he, he made, he, he chose the option. Okay. You know what? You'll find me, but I'm really not going to say anything. So you, you have to be able to, and that's where your call out is when you get a guy like Kyrie that may need LeBron, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But Kyrie's got to be smart enough to know that guess what? I got to have somebody alongside of me that's going to, that's going to check me. You have to have that yes, accountability sir. partner uh, along the way, which kind of really leads into our whole next deal. Uh, and as it dropped yesterday, uh, Brittany Griner is still going to be in Russia for another 30 days. What's, what's your take on that whole story, coach? Man, I tell you what, uh, obviously Brittany made a, made a mistake. Um, and you, we have to be careful when we go 
to these foreign countries as athletes because you're you're scrutinized. You're definitely under the microscope. Uh, you know, I think back to LeVar Ball's son being over there, being over, um, I can't remember the exact place, but he was overseas somewhere. And president of the United States at the time, Donald Trump, he actually went to bat for him and was able to get um, LeVar Ball's son released. But Brittany Griner has to be, a much smarter person, much smarter basketball player because, I mean, she has to realize she's one of the biggest female athletes in the game today. So you can't sit there and make the kinds of mistakes that she did while she was over there. And for her to be detained another 30 days, though, I think that's kind of ridiculous. But you know what? You're exactly right. And that's what a lot of times when you travel abroad, you, you, you ain't in downtown Miami. You're not in Houston and you're not in Phoenix. You got to make sure when you go through customs, you're squared away. I've been yes, sir. I've been out of the country numerous times. When you come back in, you better you better declare what you got in your suitcase because I, and again, I've never been to Russia, but I've been out of the country where they got the red light, green light. So when you get there right at the end, they got armed guys there, and they got the dogs, and when the light is red, they stop and they search your stuff. And then yes, if the light is green, they let you go by. But however, if you get the red light, you gonna they gonna go through your stuff. And if, uh-huh. you, and if you coming in, if you coming in sideways, then guess what? You got to deal with it. And again, that goes back to just like we were saying earlier. Somebody has got to be able to pull these people coattail and say, hey, man, what you got in your back? Man, what are you doing? You better leave that alone. Or if you go out and you want to say, I want to have some drinks, you better be able to say, guess what? If that's what you're going to do, somebody better be the DD, designated driver. You've got to have that accountability person to check you to make sure that you are going down. Because guess what? Like you called it out. She's the big one of the biggest stars in the in the WNBA. You've got to have accountability partner, just like Tiger Woods. Why is Tiger Woods driving cars? Why? I don't get it. Right. All that money. Why are you driving a car, Tiger Woods? Get a driver. Right. Get 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 somebody. Call Lamont. Call Coach Quick. Somebody. Right. Yes, sir. And let them drive you. Why are you driving vehicles? I don't get it. Right now. It's not that you can't. But if you take that pressure off of you and not what. Don't deal with it. Me, yes, me, me personally, I enjoy driving. But if I had big money and I didn't have to drive, why am I driving? And that's the things that these when these athletes and again, because you've got to have an accountability partner. And don't be don't be the guy that's not what? That's not willing to, to pull the trigger, right? You got some guys that what they call handlers, right? Meaning, guess yes, what? Sir. They escort me to practice. They take me home from practice. They escort me to the game to make sure I get home. Why? Because sometimes I can be my worst enemy. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you know you're that type of person, surround yourself with people that can help you navigate the waters so then guess what you can be quite all right now let's jump on back over to that nba coaching carousel yes sir you talking i i, I and we're gonna let if you don't mind let's go to inglewood let's talk yes, sir. Let, let's talk about your boys and who if, if 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 you were sitting in the office if your office was next door to genie bus who would you hire as the coach of the los angeles lakers well, me personally, I've gone on record to say that I would love to have Mark Jackson as the next head coach of the Lakers. Um, he's been interviewed, um, as far as I know. Um, he's been interviewed for a couple other jobs. But it just seems to me that Mark Jackson is being blackballed on some of his religious views, on homosexuality, among some other things. But if I'm the Lakers, I, I'm, I'm hiring Mark Jackson. You requested to have an interview with Charles Lee. Darvin Ham, who are two top assistants with the Milwaukee Bucks, which is big time. I get it that you want, you would like to interview two guys like that who are, who are on the staff of the NBA defending world champions. But man, let me say this. I think the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James needs a guy that has had head coaching experience. And Mark Jackson is that guy via, he didn't have that much experience, but he, to me, he has to have some credit for turning around the golden state warriors franchise. I mean, he won 50 games for God's sake. He brought a defensive mentality to the golden state warriors. So I, I mean, come on, come on LA. And a part of me feels like you're waiting to see what happens with the doc Rivers situation in Philadelphia. 
I personally don't want to see Doc Rivers as the head coach of the Lakers. Hire Mark Jackson. He'll be good for the franchise. You know what? And I agree with you there 100%. I think part of Mark Jackson's problem is Mark Jackson has values. Mark Jackson, yes, stand, he stands for something. And in, the, yes, in, 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 in what we're dealing with in today's world, we're basically – you know, everything goes, uh, and that's why he may be out at Golden State just because, uh, you know, and, and like you said, his, his stance and his beliefs. But one thing about it, he believes what he believes, and that's okay. But I know one thing, he built that team. He built, yep, the, Gold, he built the Golden State Warriors. He does a great job uh, commentating. Uh, you know what? And I'm going to end it on like, I'm going to end it on this note right here. Mama, there goes that man. So you get an opportunity and you need to hire Mark Jackson because that's what, when you get, when you get a guy with like LeBron James and LeBron James is not a rookie, he's not a veteran. He's a seasoned NBA first ballot hall of famer. He's got to have a coach that's been there, done that and got a t-shirt. And that is the respect of that, that is needed, that is wanted. And that's the discipline. And then you got to be able to call them out and be able to go, guys, this is what you got to be able to do. But I think we've already said it in prior shows. We know what L.A. did. They traded all their defense away. Uh, they were going, and it was just like a uh, poster child. Uh, they were an old team, and I tell you what, it was embarrassing. Uh, and when I listened to what Jeannie Buss was saying this past week, I get it. Uh, Rob Palink, I get it. Uh, Kurt Rambis, I don't get that uh, deal. Uh, but in that – you got to get back to your roots. And then, you know, and if it means stripping it all down, then strip it all down. But the Los Angeles Lakers need to be in the NBA playoffs. It's just like in the, in the NFL. When the Dallas Cowboys, the Steelers, and these, um, oh, my God, these, these franchises that's been at the pinnacle, when they're not in the playoffs, the playoffs just don't seem right. Some people say, oh, man, it's, it's good to get new blood in. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. That's what you want. But I want to get teams that is pound for pound that's always been there, that's really, you know, been the galvanizing steel behind the franchise. And I agree with you, Coach Quick. Mark Jackson needs to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, and I think he's the guy to get them back to that uh, spot. So yes, sir. with that, we're going to turn our attention, and as we start wrapping this thing up, to the NFL. And, Coach, there's two quarterbacks that are kind of hanging out there. And I know we talked a little bit about this before we actually came on the air today. But, yes, Baker, but Baker Mayfield and Jenny, Jimmy Garoppolo, those guys are out there, and I don't think they're going to be out there long. If you were a GM in the NFL, what – what? let me – I'm, I'm going I'm to come at you this way. What What's making these guys still be on the outside looking in? Well, I think some GMs are thinking that these guys are not – are not championship level quarterbacks. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo has been a few plays away from just being winning a Super Bowl and getting back to another Super Bowl. Yeah. Am I correct on that or oh. was it was he in two Super Bowls? Gosh, you know what? I'd, I'd have to go back and do some uh, do some research. But in that, guess what? Um he was, and let me let me ask you: Wasn't he traded from uh, New England? Yes, sir. And so he was in New England, and of course they was like, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna deal you." So the guys got talent. You know, they they always talk about we can't. Here's the thing: It's almost like development in the individual's life. Everybody, you you, you can you, you'll never finish developing. We're always learning. We're always trying new things, and as we continue to move and grow. You know, we'll learn different things. The same thing with a quarterback. You know, you, you everybody's not going to be a Tom Brady. They missed Tom Brady when he was in the draft class. Those things sometimes are the evolution. Jimmy's is a great – to me, he's better than some quarterbacks that's out there now that's on the roster. So, yes, sir. you know, what do you got to do? And I think Baker, I think his problem is I, I think a lot of attention might have been happening off the field. You know? Yes, sir. And, and in that – uh, he's a guy that might have had, okay, you know what, had a little bit of success. He might have been reading his uh, newspaper clippings a little bit too much. Uh, and I think kind of may, maybe maybe this may humble him a little bit to realize that, you know what, I've got a, I got some good work to do. But if you were, who, what, let, let me ask you this, who would be a good fit right now for Baker Mayfield? 
the Carolina Panthers. Man, that was quick. All right. And who do you think would be a good fit for Jimmy? Honestly, where he's at right now, the San Francisco 49ers. You know what? You know what I you know where I'd like to go see him go? Where is that? Seattle Seahawks. Hey, that's that's a great call out, Coach G. You know what? Great call out. Because in that, you know, he, he, he only thing he had to do is just you know, just move north a little bit. But I think that the, the style of play that they play, I think, would be a good fit for him. Not saying that you know that we're GMs in the NFL, but a lot of times, you know, people think, well, they need to go to this game because in that Russell Wilson opened up. You know, Russell wasn't the guy that threw the ball down the middle. He throw the ball down the field, but he wasn't really throwing the, uh, really a lot of crossing patterns. You know, he right. he, he threw the deep ball, so that's going to be. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot's going to be going on in the NFL, just like in the Steel City. Uh, you know, they're 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 thickening things up. They they went on and drafted the kid out of, I think it was uh, South Dakota. Uh, so you know, as another quarterback, so you know, it's 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 a lot of moving pieces. It's still early, but there's a lot of things to come. But I did want to call out uh, Baker Mayfield, and like you said, you nailed him to go to go to Carolina. And Jimmy, you saying that he can either stay in San Fran. But I like to see him slide on up uh, and play for uh, the Eagles and Pete. Car- uh, excuse me, for the Seahawks and play for Pete Carroll. So with that, you know what, Coach Quickman, we have covered a ton of stuff today, and the hats off to you for always having your homework, being ready to go, and always doing what, always having that real talk uh, in sports. So we've already known that. Guess what, Coach Quick is rolling with the Bucks. Coach Goins is going with the Celtics, and both of us are rolling with the big boys out of Dallas to take down the Phoenix Suns. So with that, Coach Quick, you got any closing comments? Hey, I just look forward to a couple of great Game 7s on tomorrow and getting the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference Finals starting off this week. Well, you know what, Coach Quick? I appreciate it every every week, each and every time, and we appreciate all of our listeners as you continue to span the globe and we rocking and rolling with basketball more in the game. And as we continue to touch, make sure you tell people about us, tell them about our hottest co-hosts, uh, and that's Coach Quick, and get us to the locker room. For Coach Goins and Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com. <laughs>